This is The Playbook. Welcome to Office Hours. I'm David Meltzer. I'm still here with the best three co-hosts on the air. But talking about the best on the air, this guy has had a dynamic career of content. Traditional content and now more of the latest streaming content and others. This man has inspired us with his extreme talent on the screen. Omar Miller, welcome to Office Hours. A round of applause. Lovely, lovely hosts and co-hosts. Thank you. How are things? Amazing. And I just had to have you on the show because uh, there is a frequency. And I always say your frequency is your neighborhood. And I've been blessed Mm. to be around people of higher frequencies like Omar. And there's a remarkability about it. And Bradley was in here and he said, Dave, don't forget your frequency is what you see. And Omar and I met years ago and we're blessed to share um, some space at SoFi Stadium for the Rams games. And I saw him right by me and I said, oh, he's not going to remember who I am. You know, we briefly had met. And Jake walks by, who everybody knows Jakey Bakey, my right-hand man. And not only did he recognize Jake, he's like, Jake, where's Dave Meltzer? And I said, oh, my frequency is my neighborhood. And then I started introducing Omar to my friends, families, and associates. And it was amazing how the people at the highest frequency, like maybe a Glenn Lundy, they immediately resonated with Omar. Um, Omar, this intuitive ability to be at a high frequency, to raise your awareness, um, has to have contributed to your career as an actor to resonate with large audiences, whether it was some of my favorite early day movies that you were in, Coach Carter, I think, being one of them, uh, all the way through the latest, uh, which is more dramatic, The Unicorn, which you're amazing in, and of course, Ballers with The Rock and so many others. How much is it frequency and how much is it skills and knowledge? Man, I'm so flattered. I feel like I need to pay you for that. Yeah, you got it, man. (laughs) That was was great. But, uh, you know, honestly, I, I think that when you, I think it's all spiritual. And I think that when you tap in to the concept of letting your light shine, for me as a person of faith, I care about other people. And I also recognize that other people are attracted to me because of what's inside of me. And so I realized that at an early age and at times when I'm down uh, and you may call it working at a lower frequency, it's very repulsive to people who are operating in more clarity or at a higher space. And that seems to be different, you know, uh, than when you're at your best. So what I strive to do is to constantly be at my best. And that has without question helped me in my career and in my life, because when you're trying to work in the entertainment business, at least how it was when I first got started, a huge component of what you're doing is, convincing a room full of strangers that they can trust you both professionally and personally to behave, to deliver performance, to be on time, to uh, be someone that they want to be around. When you make a movie, you you know, you could be around these people from anywhere from two to nine months every day from 12 to, you know, 18 hours a day. You don't want to be around somebody that's annoying or a problem or, just a a non-critical thinker really for that much time, let alone invest 
hundreds of millions of dollars in what the product will be that they're a part of. So for me, that it, it's certainly the the attractivity and the interest in in being positive and let my light shine. This is this is all been essential in who I am. Omar Miller, my guy, what's up, man? I am so excited to see you. We're going to see each other next week, aren't we? It's as long as the schedule permits, but that's the plan. Well, they got you flying all over the place. You got to have <laughs> constant jet lag. Hey, man, speaking of that schedule, you and I were messaging um, back and forth a week ago, and you were talking about how it's really intense right now. And just like you mentioned when you were talking to Dave that sometimes you're living with these people for six to nine months. And I know you're on a shoot right now yeah. on a very exciting um, new show that I got to see the trailer. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer yet, but it's amazing. Um, so I know you're shooting a new show right now. What I find interesting about you, Omar, is when I first met you, you're like so chill, so calm, like so relaxed. But then as I've gotten to know you, you're that way in the midst of like 12 different projects, doing a million different things. And so I'm curious, Omar, how is it that you stay still and present while you're in the midst of creating like all of these, all of this epic uh, content? I don't know what you get out of panic. You know, I, I, I've never really understood how worrying or panic makes anything better. So I've tried to develop the skill set over my life to operate under pressure. And truth be told, most of the time I operate better under pressure. And I think it's just because I used to have a history uh, in athletics and the, the unpredictable nature of sports and understanding that this is why you have to practice so much so that you can be prepared and resourceful for all sorts of things that could come up. I've just applied over into my business and professional life because I, I really don't see, I've seen people completely melt and crumble in pressure situations because there was too much happening at once. So whatever it is that you need to do, whether that's you need to step away, whether you need to, however it is that you can slow the game down, if you will, to use the phrase, or the, to, to quiet things for yourself, that's what you need to learn those mechanisms for you to do to ground yourself so that you can move amidst the chaos. Because one thing I can tell you is that very, very rarely in life, especially in professional life, do things go according to plan. Very rarely. <laughs> you want to make, make God laugh, come up with a well-developed plan. Yeah, right. make some plans. <laughs> and Omar, make I know some that. Plans. I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I you know. know what, I don't know what happened, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. I can't see you guys. I just see myself. And I'm not a full narcissist like that. So it would be great to see y'all now. I don't know what happened before I saw all four of y'all. Now it's me on two screens. Right. I get plenty of screen time. We'll, I don't we'll need to see myself. Right. <laughs> it's just, I'm telling you, we have this multi-million dollar studio at the Wynn. And only the best technology for the best actors, entertainers, billionaires, and millionaires like Terry Izioma. All right, Terry, you're up. Omar, can you, can you hear me okay? I hear you fine. I just can't say, I just see myself. So I feel like I'm in a mirror. <laughs> I feel like Morris Day. Well, imagine. <laughs> now I got my own trailer. <laughs> imagine you your <laughs> You'll see him at the airport. <laughs> well, just imagine your cuteness in a female form. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, That's so good. <laughs> 
So, Omar, I've heard you say, or I've seen a quote that says that you think people could, should consistently put themselves out of their comfort zone. So I just wanted to know, when's the last time that you were stepped out of your comfort zone, and what's your advice on it? Okay, the, the basis of that is just the concept of the growth takes place in all of us when we are out of our familiar space. And so for me, I think that what you have to do is you have to parse up different levels of being out of your comfort zone. I'm not saying ditch what works because I'm a big fan of not fixing what ain't broke. But I think that if you're looking for different results in your life, you have to try different methods. You have to try different things. You can't expect the, the something different when you're always doing, you know. Uh, and with that, I try to press myself out of my comfort zone daily, but in, in a variety of ways. Could be trying a different workout. Could be something as simple as trying a different uh, thing out of my favorite restaurant. You know, there's, there's a variety of things. I would say the most recent time I, I just did it was <laughs> earlier today. I actually had to meet a plumber at my house and got knee deep in the drain with him to try to explore what was going on. <laughs> and that's something I wasn't really be interested in doing because that's why I hired a plumber. But to get out of my comfort zone and to explore more and to understand more, I decided to to go down the drain and get a dirty mind with this man. <laughs> well, I, I got an idea for the next to... reality show, brother. So, uh, Amber, go ahead. <laughs> uh, hi, Omar. It's Amber. Um, I met you with David. Hey, now. Laura. Hey, girl. I mean, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> we're really screwing uh, this yeah, up. We're What's up, up, my brother? Yeah, right. <laughs> So, Did I glitch out? Did I glitch out? Right? Yeah. We're staring it at ourselves. Her, it was, she was thinking about my cute face yeah. on you. That's, That's what, really it what it was. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. you, you, you blew up the spot with that. They don't even know how to respond. It's so good. I got enough hot clips. We're done. No, go ahead. <laughs> so you definitely light up a room when you come in a room. And you talked about that in the beginning. My mother always had a saying that people can walk in a room and light it up. Or you could be the person who, when you leave the room, it lights up. But when you're mm. around people who don't want to see you light, they'll try to blow out your candle. And some people, you can walk in a room and light up theirs when they're, when they're down. But how do you, you're talking about being around negative people, how do you make sure no one tries to blow out your candle? You know, for one, your mom sounds very wise. Uh, I, for me, I think that you can stop people from trying to blow out your candle. I don't think that that's the approach because there are people who are perpetually down or perpetually jealous or perpetually just lost. And those individuals, I think to, to bring them back, I think we're seeing this in mass in society, to be honest, this is why we see so much violence, so much uh, uh, interest in, in the darkness in general, lies and so on and so forth. And I don't think that the way you combat that is to try to stop them from blowing your light out. All you have to do is stand firm in your light and continue your light to grow. This is goes back to, to Terry's question about the, the, the comfort zone. If you are living the best that you can live and you are in a state of constant growth, self-reflection, and in a place that you're in a good place, they can't extinguish your light in any circumstance. They can't even extinguish your light even if they kill you. As, as extreme as that sounds. Yeah. How many people have become uh, 
immortal, if you will, through someone trying to kill their idea of what they stood for. And all it did was strengthen the resolve of that well past their personal expiration date. So I think that the, the, the concept of committing to being the light in the room and being the best that you can personally be and letting your light shine, it, it hasn't let me down. And, you know, we all go through dark periods and fall down. And this is why it's so important to have a circle of individuals who are interested in that same growth, in that positivity and in each other's well-being. I really think we got to get back to the more biblical principled fundamentals of being your brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you if you get to a point where you can actually care and and put yourself in other people's shoes and look at it from their perspective, we may be able to get a little bit farther as a society. Omar Miller, you're always showing up for everybody. And one of the reasons that I thoroughly have enjoyed having you in my neighborhood, my frequency is that you always show up and you show up with a light and one particle of light overcomes a million particles of darkness. And in Coach Carter, one of my favorite lines is, right, we let our light shine to allow others and liberate others to let their light shine as well. And you're liberating so many of us and the principles, the character and the talent, skills and knowledge and desire that you bring with that light is extraordinary. I can't wait to come home man. I can't keep sharing you with all my friends. Please come back. The Rams need you. Dave Meltzer needs you. Office hours need you. Keep showing up, but show up here, my friend. The incredible legend, Omar Miller, here on Office Hours.